0: Hello and welcome to episode 202. This is my 31st Reflections and Observations episode and it is official. I have now released 202 episodes since launch last year, the 30th of April 2020. And I'm actually still reeling from the fact that I've hit the 200 milestone. And I want to thank everyone who has supported me on this incredible journey. Last year, at the beginning of lockdown, as one business came to an abrupt end, one door did close and yet I found another to open. The journey continued. And last week, as I celebrated 200 episodes of Focus on Why, there were to be no competitions, giveaways or fanfare of any kind. However, I did mark the significance of this milestone by thanking all of the guests who have come onto the show so far and shared their purpose in life. Essentially, why they do what they do. Each guest has been so fascinating, so unique and so inspiring. Life is transient. We are here for such a short time. And as a host of a show that focuses on purpose, our mortality catches me several times a day. It does pull me out of any kind of procrastination because every moment is essentially wasted if it's not spent doing something productive or worthwhile. Stop filling in the moments and do things which are fulfilling. To fulfill your dreams, you simply have to take action and have courage of conviction. And if you're out there right now thinking of doing something, but you don't think you can, think again you can. You just need an ounce of courage, a firm shove in the right direction from those in your inner circle to give you some social accountability, a boost of energy, and the knowledge that one day you will be thanking yourself for stepping up and taking action. Go on, step up and get ready to thank yourself in the future. Focus on why you do what you do. I simply believed in myself to fulfill an idea and make it a reality. I gave myself permission to step up and try something different. Today, as I release episode 202, the Focus on Why podcast continues to grow and is now being downloaded in 93 countries. 93. It's incredible. Earlier today... I was casting my mind back to last year when I was just thinking about launching this show. And look where it has got to now. 202 episodes in just 16 months. Yes, that's a lot. However, it hasn't felt like that at all as I've been in a state of natural flow. In episode 200, I said that Focus on Why is the grounding piece that allows you to be free, to have choice, to have the flexibility, to fulfill yourself and to find those moments that are what you desire. When you do work that is fulfilling, you're not just filling in the moments. Now, I'm on a mission to help other people to find purpose in life. It really is as simple as that. And the podcasting helps me to do that. Not only helping people to share their message, but also to help people to create their own podcast, to share their message on a platform where I know it's just a fantastic medium to do this and share what it is they have in their life to become a living legacy. And yes, I don't see a better medium to do that right now. So today's reflection episode is an interesting one and will feel slightly different as I will be reflecting on one of my own episodes and one of my best friends amongst the five today. So let's get cracking. First up is episode 197, What Really Matters with Melanie Martin. With a 24-year portfolio career in healthcare, And now with a focus on digital health and digital transformation, Melanie Martin is directing her attention to the communities who are not being heard. Ensuring that the power is shifting in the decision making process around how care is accessed, Melanie is overseeing the move from a doctor knows best approach to patient knows best, the patient's first philosophy. With better shared decisions based on equality and equity, Melanie's professional and personal journey in healthcare has always focused on one common denominator, what really matters. Melanie questions what's different about your world to my world, and until you truly ask those questions about what it's like to live with a long-term condition, you just don't know. What really matters to her patients is what really matters to Mel. She challenges you to ask yourself the question, what really matters on a personal and professional level? So by asking some questions that traditionally would not be asked in a consultation that last 10 minutes, Melanie got under the surface of what really mattered to patients and what she repeatedly heard was that people didn't want to be reminded that they were ill when they were well. Going back 35 years now, Melanie and I were at secondary school together from the age of 11. And Mel was also one of my three bridesmaids 20 years ago. One of my closest friends. It was a privilege to hear her share her journey of almost a quarter of a century working in health care. Her entire working life has been dedicated to health care, focusing on what really matters. Mel spoke of helping out at a local school of special education needs. In fact, it was both of us who helped out there and several others at our school in different roles, I remember taking the children swimming, which was an incredible experience. Seeing the children find joy in the water was just beautiful. And it was here that Mel, supporting the physiotherapist, caught the first glance of her future. It was here that she first stepped on the path to what has been, and what she continues to build, a portfolio career in healthcare. Demonstrating a clear willingness to help others, Mel is making a huge difference as she has aligned her work with her core values with another 25 years at least focusing on what really matters to her to come. Mel talked about the two C's, community and connections, the three V's, vision, value and voice, and the design council's four D's, discover, define, develop and deliver. And knowing that your brain doesn't discern a difference between a vision or reality, it produces the same activity when it visualizes doing an action as it does when it's physically performing the action and that process of visualization is so powerful i'm currently watching the paralympics wheelchair rugby and the cycling as i write this reflection today and they perfectly demonstrate the power of vision just what is possible when you set a goal and visualize achieving it combining that with a focus on what really matters and the impact of the mission is what creates a transformation starting with a blank page mel listens listens to those who need to be heard asking her patients the questions that get right under the surface and focuses on value. Mel is using her voice to make a difference. And if you didn't catch this episode, head back and tune in to Focus on Why, episode 197, What Really Matters with Melanie Martin. And I'm curious, what really matters to you? Next up is episode 198, Podcasting with Purpose with Neil Velio. Aware of one another in the podcasting industry, Neil and I were actually formally introduced by one another Focus on Why guest Steve Judge for episode 004, Wheelchair to World Champion. We had a quick 20-minute call between us, and when I say quick... It really wasn't. We disappeared together into the wonderful world of podcasting and spoke for an hour or so, swapping various stories, best practices and just generally geeking out on how much we both love the medium of podcasting. And before I reflect on Neil's episode, I'd just like to take a moment to give him a testimonial of his fabulous audit service that he gives. I asked Neil to review Focus on Why and he took a look at the audio, the format, copy, the show and episode titles, the content description, the what's in it for me element for the audience and the show's theme. And he used a traffic light system flagging each of these areas with detailed analysis and action points. I have actually got quite a lot of work on and you'll start to see improvements to the show over the next few weeks. So thank you, Neil. I really appreciate you taking a look at the show and I look forward to making the changes that will improve the experience for you, the listener. Now back to his episode. Neil shared that people turn around and say to him all the time that there are loads of podcasters and how can you make a living doing this? Neil says it's simple because he believes he can. And it is really that simple. Yes, Neil, I agree with you. Here we are both passionate about the medium and working as podcasting mentors, working with clients and supporting one another. Also in our industry as experts, we believe that we both offer value teaching people, knowing that it's not what you're doing, it's why you're doing it. And we both put our knowledge out there, knowing that we're sitting on something so unique, knowing that the why is fundamental to what we do. And it is Neil's abundance mindset that I want to focus on here. A focus on abundance as opposed to scarcity. In fact, I'm going to dedicate this week's newsletter, Friday Focus, to abundance. Are you subscribed to my newsletter? Well, it's not really a newsletter. It's more of a short blog focused on just one topic each week with one recommended action arising. My newsletters are designed to encourage you to take action to discover success in your own unique way. Friday Focus simply acts as a catalyst to trigger something that is within you. Every Friday, 8.30am, it will drop into your inbox. So subscribe today by heading over to amyrolinson.com. Back to abundance. Why have I spent the last five years focusing on personal development alongside building businesses? The benefits of working on a growth mindset and believing in abundance over scarcity are infinite. Being able to bounce back faster, recover, adjust to change and focus on what is more important are most critical to the success. In these uncertain times, resilience, abundance and openness to change are all critical tools in my toolbox. And it was Stephen R. Covey who spoke about having an abundance mentality, saying that that it arises from internal security, not external ranking, comparisons, opinions, possessions or associations. Society has been conditioned to believe that there is scarcity, such that for someone to succeed, that means that another will fail, that resources are limited. The paradigm that there is plenty for all is achieved with abundance, with a growth mindset. And when you stop and focus on what you have, as opposed to what you don't have, you will see abundance. As Covey said in his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, when you think win-win and approach situations with an understanding of the other person's point of view, you focus on abundance. Seek first to understand the needs and concerns of others to identify the key issues and then work together towards identifying all the possible options and solutions. Listen back to Katangeli Trevorrow-Seymour's episode, 044, The Possibilist, and Lara Waldman's episode 019, Manifest Abundance. Both these episodes, incredible episodes, share the belief of growth mindset and infinite possibilities. It was Dr. Carol Dweck who said that the fixed mindset limits achievement. It fills people's minds with interfering thoughts. It makes effort disagreeable, and it leads to inferior learning strategies." What's more, it makes other people into judges instead of allies. Whether we are talking about Darwin or college students, important achievements require a clear focus, all out effort and a bottomless trunk full of strategies plus allies in learning. This is what the growth mindset gives people, and that's why it helps their abilities grow and bear fruit. Remember, growth is different for everyone. Your habits are not hardwired. They are learned experiences which can be changed. You can change. And it comes back to the why. Why do you want to make a change? What will changing enable or empower you to do? Notice your internal narrative. What are you saying to yourself on a daily basis? Move away from those fixed mindset phrases such as I'm not good enough or I'm not good at or I'm not able to or I'm to I'm great I can, I am, how can I? What you do today matters. What you do today creates your tomorrow. What tools do you have in your toolbox that could help others? Remember, Napoleon Hill said, do not wait. The time will never be just right. Start where you stand and work with whatever tools you may have at your command and better tools will be found as you go along. Neil spoke about how you have to focus on the why. Why are you doing what you're doing? He shared that he doesn't believe he's lucky. He says he's intentional in life and that he has still got a lot to learn. I agree with you, Neil. We all have a lot to learn. It was in As You Like It that Touchstone says, The fool doth think he is wise, but the wise man knows himself to be a fool. I have this quotation written on a post-it note on my desk to remind me that the more I learn, the less I know. It's a learner's paradox. What I don't know, I don't know, I need to know, so how will I ever learn it? Neil said, I think the moment you think you've finished learning, you probably should stop because it just means you've lost the passion for it. As an early adopter of podcasting back in 2001, the passion for this medium still shines through for Neil. Enriched by his knowledge and keen to show the vast potential of what podcasting can achieve for an individual and a brand, Neil brings expertise, experience and energy to the table. With a clear focus on why, Neil is podcasting with purpose. He's all about telling engaging stories, whether it was during his radio career when he'd share silly anecdotes about his mum or on a podcast for a very specific audience. Stories are still central to everything he does. And finding new ways of telling those stories is key to his leaping out of bed early every day at 5am. Podcasting and, and Neil have become synonymous. His purpose is clear is yours. If you didn't tune into this episode before, head back to episode 198, Podcasting with Purpose with Neil Velio. My next reflection heads across to episode 199, Hard Hat Developers with Priya Kripalani and Jasmine Desange. But why? Why? Tell me why? Now. I need to know why. Priya said that together, Jasmine and her Get to the same thought process, but because they've got there so differently, Priya's first question is always, why? Introduced by a mutual friend to connect via a WhatsApp group, two complete strangers went on to become best of friends. And then Priya Kripalani and Jasmine Assange became business partners and became the founders of the Hard Hat Developers, a property investment company. Having both built property portfolios independently, Priya and Jasmine subsequently joined forces to progress in the property industry together. Family driven with a focus on shared goals, aligned ambitions, matching morals, self-belief, trust and confidence. Priya and Jasmine are determined to create choice for their future. Empowering other women into property, they prove that age, gender and ethnicity are not barriers to entry. They are indeed the hard hat developers. Moving away from corporate life to entrepreneurship, Priya and Jasmine wanted to come onto the podcast to be role models for those that may not have believed that it's possible because of their age, gender or ethnicity. They wanted to show those that have perceived barriers that they can be crossed. Priya and Jasmine had never planned for this partnership. It happened organically. Ironically, property is not even either of their passions. It does, however, fuel their passion. This is something I can identify with, and I believe it's an important point to raise here. I, too, built a property portfolio in pursuit of my purpose. Property was not my passion. Sure, there are many elements of it that I enjoy. I love the transformation, and I've delivered many renovation and refurbishment property projects, creating beautiful homes for people to live in, which is fantastic. However, it is the coaching and podcasting where my passion lies. For me, property was a necessary stepping stone to reach the point to where I am now. There is often a huge pressure in life to pursue your passion, to focus on what you love. And whilst I believe in focusing on what matters to you, the route or journey you take does not always have to be paved with this belief of pursuing your passion. There may be times in your life when you have to do things you may not enjoy. However, this is where your why kicks in. When you know your purpose, you see the meaning behind your necessary actions along your journey. Priya and Jasmine spoke of choice on their own terms, freedom to not be beholden to anyone. Remember, you have the freedom to choose what freedom means to you, so choose wisely. In Victor E. Frankel's book, Man's Search for Meaning, our ability to choose our reaction under any circumstance is referred to as the last of the human freedoms. Frankl says that man is capable of changing the world for the better, if possible, and of changing himself for the better, if necessary. Every human being has the freedom to change at any instant. And this is echoed by Albert Camus, freedom is nothing else but a chance to be better. Evolution of all life focuses on becoming a better version of its previous form. You cannot always control your circumstances, however you can control your attitude. There is not one singular meaning of your life. You have the freedom to choose your why. It is unique to you and dependent on your decisions, situations and responsibilities. Why do you do what you do? Inevitably, when talking with many of my podcast guests on Focus on Why, everything comes back to the concept of freedom in one form or another, as they each speak of their own version of freedom and what it means to them. For me, I've just had a wonderful two weeks break from work five fabulous days out in France with my father and my brother and my daughter, seeing and seeing extended family, and I've also had the freedom to reflect on lots of areas of my life. Over the last year, the pandemic has forced the hand of freedom. Whilst confinement of lockdown has been limiting, it's actually given me a large degree of freedom. I couldn't travel, and I wasn't free to move around, yet using the wonderful medium of podcasting, I created a solution where I was able to connect with people from all over the world doing what I love to do, shining the light on people's purpose. For me, that is freedom. I've also had the pleasure last week of meeting up physically with three podcast guests whom I'd only pre- previously met on Zoom. One of these guests was Kim Adele Platts from episode 122, Be Kind to Yourself. If you can recall, Kim Adele quoted Pablo Picasso, who said the meaning of life is to find your gift. The purpose of life is to give it away. I love this as it so fits with what I'm doing with this show and something else that Kim Adele said that has really helped her get through difficult times is that we all have somebody that means the world to us, that is the most important person that we have such a trust, faith and respect in. So the next moment that you doubt yourself, ask yourself, if you were this person, whoever it is for you, if you were that person, what would you say to them? And then take that advice and, because that's really what your soul is saying to you. Your soul is in there giving that advice to all of the people around you because it wants you to take it for yourself, so take it, she said. And on Friday, I had the wonderful opportunity to meet up with two more guests of the show, Richard Thorpe, episode 54, Real World Resilience, and his great friend from school, Devon Bailey, episode 134, Shaping Reality. It was at the pre-season friendly rugby game between Chinna, where Richard is director of rugby, and Blackheath, my local club. Devon just happened to be in the UK as he's still based in New York. And reflecting on our wonderful interviews, I recalled something that Devon said, which was not being pushed and pulled around by your thoughts, meaning you have a sense of emotional freedom. You have the consciousness and the power to determine what's going on and how you feel about it, opposed to being at the mercy of the life around you. I describe it as being the director of your life rather than the manager of your circumstances. Priya and Jasmine have had different experiences. Their values and voids have played their part and they demonstrate the importance of life education, of being life smart. Their whys were different. However, their common driving denominator is very much family driven and they're aware that time goes quickly for all of us. With that put in perspective, they're now enjoying life events wholeheartedly, enjoying every single moment and having fun on the way. Echoing Kim Adele's words, they advocate to be kind, be true, and to believe in yourself, to stop and smell the roses, and be proud of what you're doing and have fun doing it. Next up is, ooh, let's have a drum roll, please, episode 200, the bicentennial celebration of Focus on Why!, I had many different ideas on what I would do for the big 200 and in the end there was an unexpected twist which I had not foreseen. When recording an episode to feature as a guest on Mighty Pete Lanton's Fabulous Fire in the Belly podcast back on the 16th of February this year, I was so impressed with Pete's skilled ability to tease out all sorts of curious insights from me that I asked Pete if he would do me the honour and come on my show and host episode 200. Instead of sharing my thoughts on my words, what I want to share instead on this Reflections episode is what Pete shared with me in a discussion we had after recording the show. He said I'd shared many insightful nuggets and that in several places, I demonstrated the power of my deep genius and subconscious flow. Firstly, I want to say thank you, Pete, for coming on the show and hosting the episode. Absolutely loved it. And I want to say thank you also for your kind words. In the conversations that we had afterwards, but I was curious and I asked Pete to explain what he meant by deep genius. Pete said, it's when you are in the purest form of who you are, when you say what you really want to say and the conscious mind doesn't get in the way. It's an interesting reflection and one that I actually use as a master NLP coach where I ask my coaching clients what it is that they're not saying to themselves, what it is that they can't or, or don't say, or what it is that they have not told others. These questions tend to open up all sorts of areas. It's about understanding who you are and why you do what you do. Everyone on the planet has this ability and the opportunity to do that. It's just a case of choice. It's a case of understanding and of pausing to take time to understand why they do what they do. Have you ever lost all track of time because you've been so absorbed in your work, where hours feel like minutes and you forget everything else that's going on in the world outside? When you're completely focused on the one task at hand, happy, in control, creative and productive, then you're likely to be in a state of flow. Being in flow is liberating. In essence, it's freedom. It's a freedom of focus. When you achieve flow, you tend to be happier as it is an innately positive experience. Your stress levels are reduced and your productivity is increased. You achieve your goals and you enjoy your work. You focus on quality, not quantity, to achieve meaningful things instead of just being busy. When you're in the moment, just simply being present. Do you find yourself in the freedom of focus? What does this level of focus give you? For me, Being in this state gives me power, flexibility, clarity, persistence, drive and creativity. All critical elements for decision making. This state gives me security, relaxation and control without worry or concern. I guess it's that sweet spot which sits between anxiety and frustration and fear of failure and boredom, routine and loss of interest. The subconscious brain is fascinating. And as I have become more skilled, I do use less conscious mind and everything flows naturally on the podcast. So when Pete observed that I dropped into a state of flow at many times during our conversation, I take that as a compliment. I understand my purpose in life. It hasn't always been as clear as it is now. And as I said at the beginning of this episode, the journey has been an interesting one. As one door closed, I found another to open and the journey continued. For me, life is all about the people that we spend time with, the things we create with one another, knowing that what you do today will shape the future, shape what happens tomorrow and the way you live. So for me, the why is very much linked to that. It's about creating a better future with the knowledge that you have, with the application, the understanding that you can become a better version of who you were yesterday. What I'm here to do is to help people to understand more about themselves whether that be through the podcasting or coaching. These are my areas of expertise where I feel completely at home. Focus on Why was created to shine the light on the lives of incredible people that we share on the planet. With the expectation that people will understand more about themselves and in the process, take on the learnings and insights that we share. For me, it's an honour to share the stage with all these people. For me, there is no better place I'd rather be. And it's at this point that I have a simple request. If you do enjoy the show, I would love to hear from you. Please leave me an Apple podcast review. I'd love to hit 200 reviews to celebrate these 200 episodes. And my final reflection today goes to episode 201, Independent Thinking with Farah Hussain. What a response there's been to this episode. Farah shared her vulnerability and her growth. Behind closed doors, Farah says it takes daily work to be in the positive state that she holds now having lived firmly in her comfort zone with the autopilot switched on it was the pandemic that finally woke farah up from sleepwalking through life as a natural storyteller having built up her confidence and self-belief and following a dream she'd had for a while farah is on a mission to help and support as many people as she can to focus on human-centered networking soul conversations and independent thinking She knows she cannot help everyone in life and that does pain her. However, as an international business connector, an accountability coach and an influencer with a growing following on TikTok, Instagram and LinkedIn, Farah is passionate about connecting like-minded people worldwide to do the work she desires. This will be her legacy as her work will never be done. After the lockdown began in 2020, Farah saw an opportunity to create online networking spaces that were simple and accessible for all. Now, Farah Networking has grown into a worldwide community that brings people and businesses closer together at a time more important than ever. I asked Farah to describe what she meant about independent thinking. She said it's about wanting people to believe in themselves, to have that confidence and to empower them so that they'll go on to create a ripple effect. Far explained that with independent thinking, people stop listening to the outside noise because they've got the support mechanism of a networking group, that you can go and choose whatever you want. You can believe you can, and you'll go out of your way to achieve what you desire if you have the right people and the right support to help and back you up. This reminds me of two quotes that I'm sure you've heard many times, one by Henry Ford, if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And the other one by Theodore Roosevelt, Believe You Can and You're Halfway There. Self-belief, self-love and confidence are such important ingredients to have in the mix. How do you achieve your clarity of vision? Well, maybe it's taking time out to think independently. Sounds simple and it is, but do you actually do it? And two books that I recommend at this point... around independent thinking is The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz and The Road Less Stupid by Keith J. Cunningham. Do you have the confidence to trust your own intuition and judgment to guide you in life? You know yourself better than anyone else. Every time I write these reflections and and observations episodes, I'm making sense of the world through my own filters and experiences. If you give yourself thinking time, the answers to your questions will come. Often, you just simply don't give yourself enough time to process what you're trying to figure out and you seek external advice before tapping into the inner expert that you have within you. Remember, the quality of the answer is determined by the quality of the question you ask yourself. What questions are you asking? Are you asking why? Why you do what you do? Do you have the courage to ask why? Otherwise, as Farrah said, you'll be following the majority of people and just living your lives following just for the sake of following, brainwashed into doing the things others choose for you. It's time to think. It's time to ask why. And as Cunningham said in his book, it's time to go think. And with Schwartz's style, think big. Like Farrah, it's time to inspire yourself, create that ripple effect and change one thing at a time. Focus on yourself. Take responsibility, listen to your gut, and start having more soul-centered conversations. Focus on independent thinking. Thank you for listening to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson, and if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star Apple podcast review. Connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook, and become a member of my inspiring, uplifting, and positive Focus on Why Facebook group. I help people to focus on their why with clarity, uniting their passion with their purpose with a plan to create the life they truly desire. If you would like me to help you focus on your why, then please book a free 20-minute coaching call via candidly.com forward slash Amy Rowlandson. And if you haven't already, please sign up for the Friday Focus weekly newsletter via my website, amyrowlandson.com. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why.